Hello, and welcome to the Sleep It or Not podcast. We are not doctors and not providing medical advice on our podcast. We are just a brother and a sister going through a bariatric surgery and sharing our journey. We are going to share what we have gone through and what we are going through, and we may mention things that have helped us along the way. Always check with your doctor before making any changes to your lifestyle that may affect your health. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast, and please search Sleep It or Not podcast on Instagram to follow our page. We truly look forward to growing with all of you. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Sleep It or Not podcast. My name is Eddie and this is my sister Kimberly. Hello. I'm an auto damage adjuster for a major insurance company and my sister Kimberly has her doctorate in occupational therapy. What I do is I go out to body shops, I uh, look at vehicles that have been wrecked, I write estimates, I help customers uh, make sure that their vehicles get fixed and it's a pretty fun process. I get to meet a lot of people, I go out to wrecker yards, um, I go out to residents and I just get to meet a lot of uh, customers that really do need the services that I am providing. Uh, Kim, tell us a little bit about what you do. I'm an occupational therapist and I'm a clinical supervisor for a, at a local hospital at, for the rehab team. I basically have a really fun job treating individuals from born until end of life. I lead a fantastic rehab team and we love what we do. We're very passionate and we change lives from acute stages of various diseases and getting them through to being able to go home with their families. That's awesome. Yeah, I. she doesn't want to tell everybody, but she's got her doctorate in occupational therapy. So she's not just a regular occupational therapist. She's like, she's special, okay? So so why Sleep It or Not, right? You know, it's like you can come up with any title to your podcast, but why Sleep It or Not? And I say, well, that's easy. Whether you sleeve it like we are about to, Kimberly's having hers on Tuesday and I'm having mine the, right, the day right uh, after hers on Wednesday. Or, or you go with a bypass route. Or you don't have the surgery at all, but you suffer from obesity and the diagnosis that come with it. We hope that you can find some comfort knowing that there are others that are going through or have gone through it. And we want to be that support for you. Before I even thought about this surgery, I felt like I was going through the struggle of being a giant all by myself. I learned quickly after I decided to have the sleeve surgery that there are definitely some awesome pioneers out there doing the work and helping the bariatric community with all their resources and efforts to share what they have learned with all of us. And I think that's awesome. There's really is. I mean, I know that Kim listens to a handful of podcasts and I do too. And that's kind of where we've been, I think, right? Like every day since like leading up to the surgery, anytime you get in the road. Most definitely. I like to uh, say if anybody who's listening to us, you know, don't, don't just listen to us. There's other great podcasters who have actually inspired us to do what we're doing today to include um, No Guts, No Glory. That's a wonderful podcast. And uh, Joey, you wanna say a little bit about? Oh, My Gastric Sleeve with uh, Nima. Nima is just amazing. And uh, I just found a lot of relation to him and, and his journey and I, it really has helped. And again, we know that there are hundred, there's a lot of podcasts out there. So again, we don't, we're not just trying to steal you for ourselves. We want you to take advantage of all the resources out there because everybody's going to have a different, everybody might be on the same path, but there are just so many different ways to go about it. There's so many different routes and avenues. Some people have difficulties with the surgery and post-surgery. Some people don't have any difficulties. Some clinics tell you to do this and some doctors tell you to do something else. So, you know, do your best to follow whatever your doctor's telling you to do. And, you know, we just want to be here as a voice and uh, we look forward to hearing from you and um, just continuing this journey with you. All right, so we want to talk about also how the decision was made to even do a podcast or and why we're doing this. I mean, there's two things, why the podcast and why the surgery? Well, the podcast was 
more or less to document the journey it's for accountability and then also for entry into the bariatric world and staying connected with both listeners and influencers whether they are podcasters youtubers pretty much anyone using the platform and going through this process and then we wanted to talk about you know why the surgery it's different for everybody everybody has their own reasons i would say a lot of people are just because they're uncomfortable in their own skin maybe they're too heavy and they're causing other problems um but i'm gonna let kim kind of talk a little bit about how we got to even get to this part where we're basically doing the surgery and preparing for the surgery together so about five or six years ago um i had started thinking heavily about weight loss surgery to the point where I went and spoke to a bariatric counselor briefly um, at our local hospital just to see, you know, what's it about? What does it entail? What does it look like? Can I do anything instead of? And of course I was already doing everything instead of as far as dieting. I exercise, I exercise a lot. My problem is the love for food. Right. So at that time she, you know, she went over everything, went over the whole pre-op and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, thank you, ma'am. See you later. I was just like, no, not in the right headspace, not the right time. And I just decided, you know what? No, I can do this on my own. I'm going to continue to try to do it on my own. So here we go. Five, six years later, you know, I, I just keep going back up and down, yo-yoing diet, 20, 30 pounds here, 20 pounds lost, 20 pounds gained back and forth, back and forth. So finally, I, you know, I've had knee surgery since then. I went through a really painful knee recovery. And I think not only because the surgery was painful uh, with the left total knee surgery, but also because of the weight that I was carrying. And then come to find out that now I need a right total knee replacement as well. And not to mention also for the past nine years, I've been pre-diabetic to where the doctors it says, well, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep diet and exercising, diet and exercising. So that's what I've been doing. I've been under the radar of pre, uh, uh, you know, pre-diabetics for the past nine years. So then I spoke with my PCP one morning after a little six-month checkups, and I just asked her, you know, doc, you know, what do you think about bariatric surgery for me? And she kind of paused, and she was like, "Really? I, I really never thought about that for you because, you know, you keep things under control." She says, "But I really think that would be a great tool for you." And the word "tool" really rang a bell for me. I think it'd be a great tool for you if you use it to help you with your weight loss journey because you know you are active you you know you treat your patients I think would be I think it'd be great for you and so the more I thought about it not only for myself but for the you know for my family to include my wife my grandbabies my family I I mean we're we're a big family people like as far as getting together and we just have a big love for our family and I just started thinking about it and thinking about it. And I started thinking about you, my brother. So I was like, I just know that that uh, my brother, we call him Joey. My brother and I, Joey, we, I knew that if it was, we're very much alike. And I knew that if I did it, he would do it with me. And not because he would do it with me. It's just that something that I wanted to help him, help him help me help us get through this together because I wanted to I just wanted to reach out and help him and so that's why I decided to re- reach out to him and say hey this is what I was was what I'm contemplating I went to the doctor today you know I'm doing it let's do it together and that was that you know um, I know that he had a conversation with my sister-in-law Julie and as well as I do with my wife Ellie and they've been amazing supporters and so here comes Tuesday it's coming yeah, no, it's coming and it's it's not gonna this train ain't stopping for nobody. But you're right, and I, I I agree. There's just so much going on, there's so much history. We come from a family of big people. We are just you know, just trying to 
we're just trying to live longer. You know, we want to be with our families. I want to see grandkids. I, I don't want to see grandkids right now because I only have a five-year-old and a ten-year-old, so that'd be weird. But you know, eventually, you know, I want to be there for my for my daughter and my son, and and be around with with my wife to be a grandpa eventually one day, and enjoy our life after retirement if that ever gets to happen. You know, I don't you know I don't know, but I just know that I haven't been my best self for the last for for a long time. I, I, we I grew up as a big person. I've always been bigger than most people, and. It's just starting at 41. I'm 41 years old, and it's at this at this point in my life, it's starting to take a toll on me. You know, it's got the hypertension. I got the pain. I got the the plantar fasciitis in my feet. I got the the knee pain. I got the back pain. I've got the headaches. I've got the you know running out of breath when I go to my car or taking out the trash. I mean, that's not normal. You know, so these are like like Kim mentioned earlier. This is just going to be a tool for me to get back to life and hopefully be a tool to traject us towards a life that is so much fuller and i think a lot of times we we concentrate on so much on what's in front of us and what's in front of us is is food you know what's in front of us is is a, is a night hanging out because we're we're an awesome family we love each other we don't have that drama we get together we we drink we take shots we have a barbecue we're we're, we're a hispanic family at that so if any hispanic people listening you know there's gonna be fajitas there's gonna be um guacamole there's gonna be what jalapeno poppers there's gonna be rice there's gonna be beans there's gonna be all kinds of stuff chips and salsa yes and everybody's gonna bring it and it's and it's just gonna be constantly like there and it's gonna and we're gonna eat we're gonna eat all night long we're gonna take it with us we're gonna you know and so it's for us it's time to st- I mean, I guess I should say for me, but you know, for I would say for both of us, it's time for us to step away from from the norm and step away from the codependency on food and start focusing on all the other things that matter, you know, like our health and 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 being around and being able to do things that we currently can't do. And I would say for me, I'm even though Kim has had all the surgeries and she's been going through all that stuff, she's so much more active than I am. She, you know, works in a hospital. She's up and down, going and going, and she does it like a champ. Um, you know, so I would say that she's a lot more advanced when it comes to that kind of stuff. And for me, like, I don't even feel like I can even get started right now. I feel like I'm so heavy that even starting, like, I tried walking one time around my block and I, you know, almost called my, my wife at like 1030 because I couldn't get, I don't, I didn't almost felt like I couldn't get back home. You know, I was just so tired. My, my hips were cramping. My back was cramping. It just, it doesn't feel good. So, um, just to kind of get a picture of kind of who we are. Use your, use your imagination. Um, but I'm 6'2". Um, my highest weight, I was at 469 pounds. When I went to my pre-op appointment last week with my sister, I was 443 pounds. And this morning, I weighed myself at 432 pounds. Kim, where are you at right now with that? Well, my highest weight was about maybe a couple of years ago. It was a big scare, and I said, nope, not going to get to that 300. I was at 298. And since then, I've been below the two, 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 285, I would say, um, which I'm definitely not happy with. First day of pre-up, I weighed myself at 284.5. And this morning I weighed myself and I was 273.6. So my goal weight, um, I know we didn't mention that, but my goal weight is to be about 185, 190. I'd be happy with that. And that's what I weighed when I was in high school. At that time, I thought I was a big, big girl, but that was just a number on a scale. If I looked at the picture, I was a, I was a tiny little thing, and I'm 5'11". Five, five We're giants. 5'10 and a half, 5'11", and it's time to make a change. 
Yeah, I agree with you. And I think a lot of that is like, so back then, I mean, we're both a little bit older, right? So the body dysmorphia and all that stuff, it wasn't really a thing back then. I mean, it's kind of come to light now a lot more, which is, which is really great because it kind of helps me identify my headspace when I was thinking the way that I was thinking, or maybe even the way you were thinking when you were thinking, you know, because I, we were just talking about this the other day because we went back and we looked at a picture of me and her and I look super thin and she looked super thin. And we're like, man, we literally thought that we were the fattest people in the world back then. It's like, it's so crazy because now I am one of the fattest people around, you know, even though I don't feel like even then I don't feel like I look like a huge person. I know that I'm a huge person. My body tells me something like, hey, you're a big guy. And then pictures also solidify all that. So, but those pictures back then when I thought that I was the biggest person in the world, I'll, I was doing pretty good, you know? So I would encourage y'all not to get in, not to get in your head about that. You know, just if you're happy and you're healthy, keep doing that, you know what I mean? But again, I, I digress, right? So where are we at right now with our with our journey? We are in the with the pre-op phase. So our doctor put us on a pre-op diet. And again, Kim is having her surgery the day after tomorrow, which is actually October 17th, 2023. I'm having my surgery on Wednesday, which is October 18th, 2023. And it's different for everybody. Like I said, she's actually going to stay there for surgery. I'm getting out the same day I have it. And we're having it done by the same doctor. So again, that just shows you how different it can be, right? And right now, so basically we're supposed to be staying under 800 calories if we can we get to have two shakes a day a small meal of like 300 was it three three ounces i'm sorry three ounces of a protein a little little cup of vegetables half a cup of fruit if you need it but it's like oh my gosh right now i'm tired i'm hungry a lot of peeing you never peed so much in your life until you've done this pre-op diet okay because the goal for the doctor is basically he said we, he want to shrink our liver so we're trying to shrink our liver we're trying to do our part because the last thing we want to do is come the day that it's time for surgery it's like they go in there and they're going to still cut you open but if they cut you open they see your liver's too big to work they're going to send you back they're going to they're going to put you back together and send you home and that's i don't want to do that um so i think you know we're both right mentally preparing um, the process has started. There's no turning back now. We're we're in it to win it. So we want to just build a new relationship with food and we want to say goodbye to our old relationship with food that was so codependent. You know, we I, I know that I use food as an entertainment rather than as recognizing food as a fuel source for my day. Kim, you want to talk a little bit about that too? About like, I mean, what is your relationship with food and, and how has your journey been during this pre-op process? The pre-op process, uh, it's, definitely, it's definitely a mindset. You got to get your mind ready for it. Because for sure. even, I mean, I... I work out three to five times a week and I was just like, how am I going to do this with 800 calories? Uh, <laughs> and yeah. I know that I usually eat more than 800 calories and I definitely burn more than 800 calories a day. How am I going to survive? Um, so it has been hard. It's been a mindset. First two, three days of it, I was able to, to, to work out pretty well. And then the last few days, it was just kind of like, can I just close my apple ring? because that's all I have energy for and then yesterday was I was just I plunged I was like okay apple rings you're not gonna close today I'm, I'm kind of done with you because I gotta just survive and make it to surgery definitely tired definitely lethargic and very emotional it's really weird like 
I cry on the spot because I'm just so tired. It's not but, even the, the hangry. It's like the helplessness, right? Because oh you're just like, I just, I said, uh, we're going to just wing this podcast. And she's like, sends me a text. She's like, don't say wing. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. Uh, trust me. It's like a trigger, right? Like we just, we, we're hungry, people. We're, we want food. I'm just hungry. Yeah. But definitely a mindset. It really, really also showed, you know, flip side of that is showing how, how strong we truly are. I mean, when we thought about this, we're like, we're never going to make it. And here I need, you know, I'm, I'm six out of seven days down. I have one more day to go. Let's go. And it's, it's, it's done. And then, um, then the new journey uh, after bariatric surgery, having the gastric sleeve and, you know, um, only moving forward from here and definitely changing our perspective in food, how we're going to use it. Our relationship with food is definitely going to change. And there's, there's nothing but going forward now. That's, that's all we have left. Yeah, hundred percent. And I agree on, on everything that she says. It's you really get to see the resilience that is within you because diets are diets. You know, they're gonna come and go. And you know, some people just have that discipline about them. And I, man, I might hats off to you guys because I've tried every diet there is. I've tried. You know, I've worked out. I've lost weight. I've gained weight. I've gained more weight, and I've gained more weight. We could go on and on. I could probably put that on a loop. And it's time to try something different. This is going to be, I, I really honestly believe that this is what is going to be needed to get my life back on track. And I think that Kim's doing an amazing job with her work and everything like that. She's still going to, she's going to go through the surgery knowing that she's not only going to be doing what she's doing now at the level that she's doing it, but she's going to surpass that. And just to even think about you surpassing where you're at right now is like, it. I'm in awe because you're somebody that I look up to. You know what I mean? She's my she's my go-to. You know, we've always been that way for each other. I mean, I'm a little bit of the wild, the wild child. And Kim, you know, was a little bit more structured and she kind of just took care of business. And I relied on her a lot, you know, growing up, especially like in my 20s. And yeah, I was still growing up in my 20s. <laughs> and uh, even into my early 30s, you know, and it, if it wasn't for her and Ellie, like, you know, I, I don't think I ever would have been homeless, but I always had somewhere to go to, you know, she took me in. And so we just, we've always been on the same page about stuff. We've always loved each other very much. We don't, we don't really fight that much. I Matter of fact, I can only count maybe like five or six times that we've even had like, differences you know and and voiced them and and got into it a little bit you know but for the most part we are we are we are really good with each other so i'm super excited about this podcast i think that over time you're gonna see us grow as podcasters you're gonna see us um transition into more of a conversational podcast instead of you know bullet points and just trying to get the information to you guys but i want to do it in a more natural form in a more natural setting and that is our goal our goal is to to make this something awesome for you, something casual for you, but something also super informative for you. What we're expecting moving forward is that, or what you should expect moving forward from the Sleeve It or Not podcast is transparency about our journey. Whether it's the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups and downs and all arounds, we wanna give you all of that stuff. We also, we hope to have some guests on our show one day uh, that we can connect with and connect our listeners with uh, as other resources because we know that is vital to keeping this thing going, to keeping the, the mind right and keeping the ideas new and fresh. And, you know, we don't want to get tired of, of this way of life because this is going to be it. Once they cut off 80% of my stomach, this is my life. And I don't want to deter or go off the beaten path and go back to my old ways. I want this to be something that is just a game changer. We also, you know, we should, what our goal is, is we want to be able to release an episode every other Wednesday 
from the time that we released this one because even though we're recording it, it's October 15th, 2023. I'm going to go back. I'm going to edit it. We're going to do all that fun stuff. I'm going to try to get some music together and, you know, try to make it as professional as I can with what we have. On that same note, we do intend on getting better equipment. Kim's going to get a microphone. I'm going to get a microphone. Uh, I'm going to get the um, the recording uh you know, interface so that if we're not in the same space, we still sound really good when we're having a conversation together. So again, this is our first attempt. I know that it's not going to be our last one. We have plenty of episodes coming your way and we just want you to know that we know that this does not sound anywhere near maybe the caliber of some other podcasts, but we're going to work really hard at creating some good content for you guys and just creating a, 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 a place for you all to listen freely and just you know, just enjoy our time together. So we also want to increase our social media presence uh, so that you can like and share uh, our podcast with everyone. So that's all things that are all in the works. But this is something because of the time, because of uh, when we decided we were going to do this podcast and how close we are to our surgery date. It's kind of like we're just trying to get some content out and get it documented. So again, so that we could document our journey, so we could share it with you guys, and so that we can have a starting point. I think once I think the starting point is like the hardest part of the whole thing. But I think that, you know, once you have that starting point, it's like, hey, we did one, we can do two, we can do three, we can do four, and we're gonna keep doing it. That's our goal. Our goal is just to just continue to grow as podcasters with you all and just hope that we just continue to get more and more listeners. And if not, we'll just talk to ourselves and you know it'll be our our journey, right? But our hope is definitely to reach some people and, and speak to some people in some form or fashion. Yeah, because we don't we don't want this just to speak to a certain type of person or anything like that. This is I want this to also be a universal podcast. It is focused on bariatric and bariatric surgery and, and, and what we're going through on our journey, but we just we want we want people just to enjoy us as people because who knows? I mean, if we really like doing podcasts in the end, we might start another one for something completely different. Who knows where this post-surgery journey is going to take us, where it might lead. We might go into doing something completely different. I may not be an auto damage adjuster next time, you know, for too long. I mean, who knows where things will lead? So um, on that note, I mean, it's just been a pleasure even being on this podcast. It's been awesome you know, even just starting this and taking the first step, I'm proud of you, Kim, and, and myself for even trying this because this is not something that you asked us a year ago, like, hey, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, why would I want to do a podcast, you know? But after I've seen how much it's helped me and prepare for what's to come, and, and I think Kim would say the same, there's no reason why we wouldn't just press record and, and give you guys the full scoop on what we're going through and, 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 uh, and how things are going and keeping uh, keeping you guys in the loop so that if you're going through it maybe you have a surgery next week maybe you have a surgery next year and you're like looking for something that's exactly what happened to us you know we're we're listening to podcasts that started four or five years ago from the beginning and they're just helping tremendously so we definitely just want to thank you for joining us today we want to thank you for spending the time listening to us and kim do you want to say anything before we go i just want to go ahead and piggyback on that and just say yes thank you and and definitely i would have never thought First of all, I would have never thought I was going to 
finally say, you know what, this is the right move for me. I would have never thought that. I always thought that I had control of of what I was, you know, of my weights, um, of my lifestyle, of all that stuff. And, and while I do, it's just not to where I want it to be. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this tool has in store for me. And I'm, I'm glad that, that we decided to do a podcast for definitely for the accountability. And I think that it's going to help our journey together as one also as we go through our own trials and tribulations and triumphs and 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 gains and losses and and just the different ways it's going to affect us individually and as a family as a brother and sister and and as again as a family because what we're giving back to our families and our families are all together we're all one um so it's just gonna it's this is going to affect just not us it's going to affect everybody that's involved in our family so i i look forward to what's to come i thank you all for being here today i we'll see what we'll see what there, what's out there for us and we're glad that you're going to follow us on this journey for sure thank you so much for joining us again on the sleep or not podcast this is episode one we're just breaking down all the things to come and who we are and what we plan to do and we hope it's something for you thank you so much again for your time we hope you all have a great day and we'll see you next time Bye-bye.